Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast. O'Brien, uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. We were talking about the move that you pulled. Now, did you give it a name? Was it given a name? Was there is there a name to the move that you did? There's a name. There's a T-shirt. There's a whole thing. There's even a rule against it now. Kamikaze, blinded by the show lights, paparazzi. They know I'm a gold mine. Everybody know me where I go. I suicidal, hanging with the low light. Kamikaze. Blinded by the show, lies, paparazzi, they know I'm a gold mine, everybody. It's amazing, like, is watermelon, is melon connected to the name of the move? Yes. What's I mean, the name of the move? Well, yeah, yeah. it was a last lap, last ditch effort, and yep. anybody in sports knows it's going to be a... Up on Game presents Conversations with a Legend, and now... Here's LeVar Arrington. There's a video game move off into turn three. Welcome into another exciting edition of Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. I'm LeVar Arrington. Today, I have a great esteemed guest with me. We're at the Coliseum, all right? And we're not here for my man, Caleb Williams. Shout out to my man, Caleb. No, no, it's something totally different. This is not football. This is driving. And if you know what driving means, we're talking NASCAR today. I got my man Ross Chastain in the building with me. He's right here to the to the right of me. Boom, you can see him in that camera right there. My guy. Thanks for having me. See- Thanks for coming on with me. Yes. I appreciate you coming in. Now, there's a whole lot we could get to. I could get to your background. You're from Florida. 
you know, you was running around and then you realized that the big wheel movement was a big thing and you were right, your big wheel, and then you had to skid out bad boy and then it led into something different and then you jumped into the cart and then you was in the cart. We could do all that and maybe we will. But before we came on camera, we were talking about history. Now, for me, you know, if you know how I get down, we have some of the dopest guests ever on this show. And we get some amazing stories and stories that it's like, all right, that's a different perspective from the person that did it. We were talking about the move that you pulled. Now, did you give it a name? Was it given a name? Was there, is there a name to the move that you did? There's a name. There's a T-shirt. There's a whole thing. There's even a rule against it now. It's it, no longer it's allowed It's amazing. To be done. It's amazing. Like, is watermelon... Is Melon connected to the name of the move? Yes. What's I mean, the name of the move? Well, yeah, yeah. it was a last lap, last ditch effort. And yep. anybody in sports knows it's going to be a Hail Mary mm -hmm. mm. in any sport. So for us, it was the Hail Melon. Hail Melon. Hail Melon. And it worked. Hail Melon. There's t shirt There's t shirt Make sure you go on. What, what's, what's the website? Melon Man Brand. I mean, we keep it simple. Melon Man Brand. And there's something connected to Melon Man Brand. Now, give them, give them the, the rundown on it. Before we go into the move, give them the rundown on Melon Man. Yes. Where, where did the melon part come from? Uh, a long time before I was ever a, a thought or, or around. Uh, my family uh, has farmed watermelons for a very long time. South Georgia, then into South Florida for an earlier crop. And so my brother and I were eighth generation consecutive watermelon wow. farmers. They've been farming longer than that, but they've settled on watermelons and they did different things and they got in and out of the business, but we've been able to really find our niche in, in this crazy world and in agriculture is in watermelons. So it's a pretty quick crop is why uh, my great grandfather got back into it and moved to South Florida with the family was he needed cash. I mean, mm -hmm. Cash is king and a hundred day growing season that was pretty quick mm -hmm. and we've never looked back. We found our niche where we, we stay on the east coast of, the, of America. We're over on the east side, but okay. um, we ship watermelons 365 days a year. And produce now, the thought of feeding this world is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And it's pretty scary to think and knowing how few people there are really tasked daily with their, mm -hmm. their livelihoods are to provide food for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. I'm off racing cars. I'm here in LA. We'll be in Daytona in two weeks. We'll be back out here in Fontana in three, three or four weeks. There. Yeah, I might. We might have to do. We might have to do Daytona. I haven't oh, done Daytona. Man. It's awesome. I've Daytona been there, 500 but not for Daytona. The Daytona 500 is just incredible. And I was a fan growing up. So as All we're right. as I'm growing up and we're watermelon farmers racing around local short tracks. But before that, I was just a fan. So mm -hmm. I would just go to the races, sit in the grandstands, and I still know at Daytona right where I sat. I look up there every time I go, and I think back to the kid that was sitting up there with like awesome. Jeff Gordon rainbow face paint on like the rainbow yeah. warrior car, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. DuPont car. Like the and, ultimate warrior. And I was like, I just, he, I just wanted to be like Jeff Gordon. And That's now I'm out there fly. racing. So um, long history of watermelon farming. We still do it. My brother, my whole, not my whole family, but over half my family is involved in the, in the business somehow, some way. Big little watermelon, all of, them. all of them. All of them. All right, let's settle something here. This could this could make our relationship stronger, but it, it I won't say it'll hurt it, but it could make it stronger. All right. Red, 
watermelon or pink? Mm. Yeah. So I have a, a follow-up question for you, okay. but All right. but I'm going to go with a, a, a pink heart. Like the center should be a soft pink. A soft pink? Yeah, more yeah, less red, more pink in the middle. Because it's less sweet? No, I like them sweeter. I like the I like the sweet ones. Now. All right, hold on. Oh, I got a question for okay, you now. Okay. All right. All right. Seeded or seedless? Man. If it's sweet, I'll deal with the seeds. I I I'll deal with them if it's sweet enough. Okay. If it's not sweet, then I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Why well, am I deal with these seeds?" Right. If it's, if it's like a really kind of a bland melon, like it's not a good experience for me. Okay. If I'm the Yep. And yep. it's not sweet, yep. right? It's like it's like eating sunflower seeds. It's like, why am I doing all this with this sunflower seed? Mm. And it's not really good to me. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it's kind of like the same feeling. Like, I'll deal with the seed. I'm not going to say I'll, I, I'm all in You're on seedless. It. You're a seedless guy. I'm a you seedless can just guy. go ahead and say it. It's Are you fine. a seedless guy? No. You like seeded. the seeds. I like the seeds. Give me I'll deal the with seeds. Them. I'll deal with them. If I mean. The, if, if the melon is sweet. You got somebody you're sitting there eating with, you just fire one right at them. I never we're like at, kids again. I never looked at. We're it just back. we're just big kids. Well, I'm a smaller. No, I'm definitely no. You're definitely bigger than I thought. Mm. How about that? First thing you said to me, I, we started off with yeah, not the bigger. truth. But I was joking. Yeah, it was not the truth. I was joking. You're the first person that's ever said that. Nobody's even. Lied I wanted to, to me gas you that. up, you know, so to speak. You know, you get it. Gas, I appreciate gas, this chair being elevated you to you make like us that? look like we're. You like that. <laughs> Sugar or salt? Neither. You don't put neither mm -hmm. one on it. Just eat it. Eat it. However you want to judge it. you then. See, I'd go sugar if I had to do it. If mm -hmm. you had to do it, I think one? they're sweet enough. Okay, it's fair. I mean, he's the expert, right? I mean, he is the melon expert. Okay, speaking of expert, let's go back to the hell melon. Mm -hmm. What the hell were you thinking? Yeah. Well, my my path in the sport is not a traditional one. So I got in in 2011, uh, over a decade ago, at 18 years old. I'm 30 now, so I was 29 when I made the move. And I've had good rides. I've lost my rides. I've won races. I've had my sponsors go bankrupt and out of the out of business. Mm -hmm. um, and through all of that, I've realized like nothing's ever guaranteed, and and that. What I do, we, we can, if we just keep doing it, we can almost will it into existence. And that's kind of our running joke with my group is that, like, we just didn't go away. I've had competitors, boys and girls at race cars that had more sponsorship, more opportunities, and were getting further ahead of, than me in, in their careers. And then two gone. years later, they're gone, and I'm still, like, at the same level, maybe one step up from where I was two years ago. But they took five steps, and then they failed. Mm -hmm. And we just kept... And we weren't, like, we just, I wasn't going to stop. There was times where I thought about it. There's times where I had honest conversations. Is this right? Is this supposed to happen? Is this what I'm meant to do? And we just never could come up with a reason why not to. Hmm. And so you go through last year, and, and we started off terrible. We came to the clash, and we didn't even make the race. Hmm. I had signed with Trackhouse, my hmm. new team, Justin Marks and Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, hmm. like mm -hmm. my owner. Woo! He's here going to perform. Right. Pre-race, yeah. I'm not even here for the pre-race because we missed the race and I jumped on a flight home because I'm a terrible loser. Okay, good. I'm a you very sore never loser. Be a good lo you shouldn't be a good loser. The problem with NASCAR is that only one guy wins every week and at least 35 guys lose every week. Right. It's not a 50-50 like any other 
sticking ball sport. Right. So there's a lot of losing of all, but when I didn't make the race, I couldn't, I couldn't stand to be here, so we flew home. We go to the Daytona 500, biggest race of the year last year. In the sport, it's the biggest race. We finished last. First car out. Wow. It's also the highest paying race. It's a bad one to finish last in. Last one to finish It's last. a bad one. Right, right. So our season got off to a terrible start. We got, get into the season. A few more weeks, a few months, we start finishing the top five. We lead some laps. We win a race. We win at Coda. We win at Talladega. Historic track. Then we get into the playoffs. That movie about we keep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Go fast. Hey, I, uh, I can't knock the movie. It brought a lot of attention to us. Yeah. All right. For all of its bad jokes. It was, it was funny, though. It was funny. It was pretty funny. So we, we go through the playoffs, and we're stepping through the rounds in each race, 10 races, 9 races to get to the final one, and we look good. Like, we've got a pad on the points going into the final race at Martinsville to transfer to Phoenix, and then all of a sudden we're not going to make it. And it was, it, was ter- it was a terrible feeling because I had several laps to think about it, and from five laps to go at that Martinsville race till coming to the white flag, I was actually crying in the car. I actually mm. had tears in my helmet. Mm. I could feel it, and I knew we were out. And then coming to the white flag, the thought popped in my head of running the wall. Wow. So I had thought about it, you know, years past, and I did it playing video games. But since then, I hadn't really planned for it. But I knew that there was options. We, we hit the wall a lot, so I know what it feels like. And I know how to, I know how to properly hit the wall, if that makes sense. Uh, I know I, how to wreck I a car. It. I'm you a professional a race car. car driver, and right. I wrecked more race cars than everybody in this room combined. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. It's a fair. It's a it's That's a fair. valid thing, and so yeah, I had less than fifteen seconds from the time it popped in my head to the time I grabbed fifth gear, and just like Talladega Nights and and uh, Days of Thunder, grabbed yeah. an extra gear. Yeah, and went around five cars. It's crazy, man. All <laughs> right, so <laughs> it's like when you think it conceptually and you do it, it's. I know for me, when I did stuff that was just outlandish, I'm like, I freaking did this. Yes. Like, holy shit, I did this. While you're hitting that wall, and you're moving along that wall, tears in your eyes. What's going through? What's going through your head? So luckily, when the when the thought popped into my head of the wall, the tears, they went away. They were gone. They were gone. Like, then it was I'm, back to I'm, business. Like you I, can't go into the wall with tears in your eyes. No. Okay, okay, no. okay. But okay. when I did, I, what I had in my head for those, that, that half of a lap that I had to think about it, it won't hurt. It'll, be, it'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. We have a new car. So last year, 2022, was the first year of the next-gen car. NASCAR's biggest reset we've ever seen in our sport. Before 2022, for 74 three years, the sport has manufactured cars with each team manufacturing, designing, building, putting your own car on track. Mm-hmm. Last year, it's basically, think of it like Amazon. We go onto an online portal, we order the chassis, mm-hmm. we order the suspension, we order everything, and we assemble it. We're assemblers now. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same car. Me, Kyle Busch. That was a big debate for a while, yes. too. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, that was it's, a very, very it's big a, debate. It's the largest shift the sport has ever seen, the largest reset. But it gave all teams the same hardware. Now it's up to our people. To make it right. To make it the best. So yeah. we all have the same box. How do you build a better box? Yeah. And what I love is that I'm getting to do it with my people. So I have the same group on the one car I had the year before on the 42, mm-hmm. which is who I had the sponsor with in the Xfinity series, which went away. So I've been with this team for several years. 
growing into my role with them. Mm-hmm. And now with Trackhouse, they acquired the old team and now we are what we are now. Um, but when I hit the wall, it hurt worse. Immediately, the first hit, bam. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's not good. Uh-huh. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I didn't really tie the car into the wall exactly how I wanted. I missed it, it a little hard. like six inches. It was uh-huh. what I okay. think, I think what I measured was I missed it by like a six inch mark. All right. I'm going 125 miles an hour. It's hard to hit six inches. Yeah. And go figure. Yeah. You know what I mean, so I missed six it. inches, 120 miles per hour. I mean, yeah. but the know. wall, the wall caught me. Right. So fast forward like one second and I realize I'm not doing anything to help this car except I just have to hold it to the floor. Yeah. So I actually let go of the wheel, which is something we never do. We crash holding onto the wheel, steering. We hit a wall head on, we're still steering. We're trying to save the car. Uh When I let go, that's when the fear came in because I'd lost control. But I trusted that if I just stayed in the throttle, the wall would 
carry it. Guide you in. So when I did, the G-forces were over five Gs. That's like what a fighter pilot experiences in a, yeah. in a deep bank curve. My arms just went straight to the right. I had no control. My vision's blurry. I'm hitting the wall. It's the longest wreck of my career. I've never wrecked for that long before. It's usually tenths of a second, hundreds of a second impact. This was several seconds. And uh, the first thing I saw when I came out the other side was a car in front of me I ran into. I ran in the back of the mm -hmm. sixth car, Brad mm -hmm. Kozlowski. And I looked over and I, and I saw the 11 who I knew we had to beat for points. So like you said, that realization of I did that. Yeah. That was right then, but my brain couldn't comprehend. I couldn't comprehend that it worked. I just, I knew we did it, but I had to get the, like, somebody had to tell me for sure yeah. that it happened. Then when they showed me the video, you was like, it doesn't look real. But it doesn't look real. It doesn't. It looks fake. But you're sitting there like, but I, that looked fake. I did that. That realization is that I did something so out there and outlandish that it doesn't look real that you can't even do it again. We don't even want to see nobody try to do it again. No, we're done. We're done. It was great, but no. no it was a it. mic drop. How's yeah. that feel? Take so many people have done so many great things to this sport. You now have a, a chapter, a line item, mm -hmm. in things that have been done in this sport. How's that feel? Yeah. Well, I like that we thought outside the box and we're pushing the sport forward. Mm -hmm. That's my second rule I got created about me last year. There was another race earlier in the year at Indianapolis that I took an access road that were li was legal, but now it's going to be redesigned, and, and I did it too well, you're, and I made a it fun. So a renegade. I got two rules made after me last year. I take a badge of honor in that All right. because I didn't go out to break the rules. Right. I just read the rules and saw and you did I read you them for what I saw them. All right. That's um, a football term. You know, Bill Belichick does stuff like that. Okay. You know, it's in the rule book. If you if you read it, if you look at it, it's right there. Yeah. You might have not have looked for it. You didn't see the fine print, but now that I've executed it, now you know that it's there. Right. You're one of those. Okay. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Um, it's like seeds in your melon. You know, uh, I'd rather seeds in my melon, bro. Yeah. 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 Oh. We, uh, the best part was that it got us to the championship, mm -hmm. which gave our team in our first year together at Trackhouse and my second year with my group uh, a chance to fight for a championship, which mm -hmm. is ultimately what this sport is all about. Ross, what were they saying to you in your headphones? Like, I know we're staying on it, but it's historical, <laughs> so I, I want to go through the whole <clears> thing. Because <throat> when you're talking to legends, it's like, there's two, that's, that's one question I want to ask you, and then the, the, the next question is, in football, for me, when something was happening, when something was taking place, everything got quiet. I couldn't hear anything. It's like I come in, and it's like the play is about to start, and I couldn't hear the fans anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like I can't hear anything. Mm -hmm. But I can, I can hear my, my, my heart, and I can see the quarterback, and I can hear sad. Like, I can hear then the play starts, and all I can hear is grunting or my breathing. <laughs> right? And then it's done, and then it's, it's back. Like, I can hear it all. But you got headphones on, mm -hmm. and you're communicating. And that's something that, it's like, can I walk? Can I chew gum? Can I juggle all at the same time? You got your clutch. 
you know, you, you got you got all these things that you got to balance your whole body and what's going on. And in a moment like that, what are they saying? Like, are they sitting there talking to you like, like, are they talking shit like, yo, you are a bad, bad man. Just keep going. Or are they saying, don't panic, don't panic. Or are they saying, what are you doing, Ross? Or what, like, they might have a nickname for you. I don't know. But when I talk to my legends, there's always that cool perspective of taking you a little bit deeper into the mind and, and how it all plays out. What were they saying to you, man? Yes, so... A few laps before the move, I was racing with four points, like racing for position with with Denny in the eleven, and that's that was all around us. It was whoever finished. I had to finish within two spots of him, and we were racing side by side. And my crew chief keyed up and said, "Think neutral," because he ran into me, I'd ran into him. We kept bumping each other, mm-hmm. and it was all fair. It was all it was all good. Um, and my crew chief finally said, "Like, like think." think neutral and that's just a a a thought and a mentality that I have um where I'm not going to get emotional I'm not going to think I have to make up anything I'm Mm -hmm. not going to get too excited and I'm not going to get too sad I just what are my options I'm going to drive in this corner push the brake turn the car downshift accelerate off the corner Mm -hmm. upshift and when he said that it brought me that was the moment where everything else went quiet because up to that point I was sliding the tires I was listening I was all this noise I could hear, mm-hmm. and I've never heard it explained like that on the football field where everything goes quiet. quiet. And that, that happened when he said that. And then I was able to focus, and that's what ultimately, several laps later, set me up to have the clear mindset to think of the wall. Um, so it was just a simple, um, a simple thought from a book I've read that I shared with my crew chief and my crew and, of a mentality that I was adopting last year, mid over, over the last few years, I've ado- adopted this, and I really poured back into that last year. Um, when things weren't going great earlier in the year, and I was getting too excited or too sad or angry in the car or mm-hmm. um, too happy too early, and uh, yeah, it brought me on, it brought me back. So, uh, I, I had a couple more questions for you. Then I'm gonna let you get to this. And before I ask you about being here in the Coliseum, because you're obviously going to run it this year. Um, but before we get to that, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's interesting, the debate. People will say, are drivers athletes or no? And I always say, because I happen to be a fan, you know, I, my, fa- my, my family's from Virginia, so you, you got to understand, and he, we talked about Hermie and all of those guys, like my family is from in and around those areas. So I come from couple bootleggers, you know, some some super, super ridiculously committed NASCAR fans. So I always get bothered when people have the discussion, are NASCAR drivers, are drivers, are they athletes? I said, well, get in a car, drive around, let's say, I don't know, go to a mall and drive around the mall a hundred times. And you tell me if you get tired, you tell me if you had to focus, you tell me if you had to use hand-eye coordination, you know, did you have to use anticipation? Just, 
humor me with that. And then people sit there like, a hundred something, like, you know, like, yeah, like, that's, you know, when they do say, you know, 500, you do, you do know that they mean 500 laps, you mm -hmm. know. Are y'all athletes? All right, I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer, but I do struggle with the thought of what, when they ask the question, they're asking in the sense of physically on a field or on some sort of just physical side. Or is that, or is that a taking the liberty of assuming that I have to put this into terms like that? And maybe I, maybe I assume that, but when I, when I get asked the question. We're going to have a breakthrough. I, I default to a 40-yard dash or okay. a mile test Fair enough. or throwing a ball, mm -hmm. catching a ball, hitting a ball, kicking a ball. Mm -hmm. In those senses, no. But that's not my career, and that's not what I've trained to do since I, I've been – I didn't know it, but I, since I was 12 years old, I, was, I started racing at my local short track. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've been refining this craft of driving a vehicle to the limit. And I step over it, and well, then I learn to catch it. And get it back under control mm -hmm. without crashing and hitting the wall. You can crash a race car, but not hit anything. Mm -hmm. That's the art of doing it. And then, if you can crash a car, not hit anything, and not lose a position, or not lose much time, that's when you've got a handle on the car, and you're working with the car, mm -hmm. and it's working with you. So in that sense, yes, I have to be able to go out and for sometimes four hours drive a car mm -hmm. to the limit, with any mistake will be ridiculed and critiqued by not only my team and how we could have prevented it, but by the media and by sure. everybody watching. And mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm guilty of it too. When I watch a driver make a mistake, I instantly, even if I don't say it out loud, I form an opinion of that driver. Right. Oh, he should have done this. He should have done that. Watching yeah. a football game. Oh, you got to catch this. the ball. Right, you should have did this, you should have did so that. So you don't, until you experience it for yourself, it's hard to put into words or explain to people what it takes to perform at, at this level, mm -hmm. at a professional level in any sport, because nobody is bad. There's not a bad driver that will pull on the track on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. There's not a bad driver that will strap in to a race car at your local short track, because even to do that at the local level, at the hobby level, it takes a it takes a skill that most people will never experience to put a automobile to the limit and then catch it. Um, so yes, I do believe that in our field, I don't have to be the best runner. I don't have to be the best cyclist. I don't have to obviously bench press the most weight. Mm -hmm. But when I get in that car, I need to be the best I can be in there. And so everything I do training, mentally and physically, is about driving that car in a quarter mile circle on Sunday night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. 
subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. You're athletes. I, I think so whenever I look at it like that. You guys are definitely athletes. And and I think it's not even close. Again, like I said, the hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some athletes that can play basketball really well but look horrible playing football. Mm-hmm. You know, guys that can play baseball real well look horrible playing football. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, to me, it's all different. But if there is a physical challenge that is involved that involves a a reward of sorts you are competing for a reward i feel like you're an athlete like like you said it might not be measured in 40 times but you know what we're not measuring tiger woods or a phil you know in 40 times Mm -hmm. on the golf course or anything like that you know but you respect their gangster as athletes right right? y'all can win espies you know what i mean like we can win espies together i mean hell i'm sitting here talking to you Athlete to athlete. I'm not sitting here talking to you. I mean, we may read like, okay, you're a golfer. You're a driver. Mm-hmm. I'm a football player. You know, I'm a, you know, whatever. I'm a linebacker, maybe more specific, right? You know, that's a center. Like, I always say you guys are athletes because to me, if, if I get a reward for what it is, I get awarded this, I earn this by being the best at what it is that I'm doing, competing, doing it, it's a sport. Mm-hmm. and you're an athlete in the sport. But, yep. you know, that's just me giving that to you, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I, I, I respect you. it, you I know you. what I mean? All right. Here's my, my last question for you. I always ask this, too. <clears throat> well, well, before I get to that one, before I get to that one, 
let's let's talk about the backdrop, the Coliseum. We're in the Coliseum. You keep mentioning short tracks. This is a short track. Yes. First thing I heard, or first thing I thought about when they said they were bringing the race here is like, man, it's it's going to be too too small. It's going to be too short. Like, are they going to play bumper cars? Like, what what like is are like are they going to use go karts? Like, how how are they going to pull this off? But from everybody I've talked to, Harvick, like from everybody that I've spoken to, it sounds as though you guys are having a well, you haven't done it, but sounds like guys have had a hell of a time. Mm -hmm doing the race are you excited about being in the coliseum we're in west hollywood well we're in hollywood um are you excited about this opportunity to do this track and what makes this kind of intriguing or exciting for you to do this race in particular yeah it's it's a smaller track than i started on at 12 years old okay. that was a oh, three-eighths wow. of a mile it had an extra eighth of a mile built into it okay. this one's quarter mile and it feels smaller and then you surround it with the stadium it's an incredible experience like i've never never felt before and when i when we were coming here last year i was so focused on the track you know everything about it and then we got out here and i realized very quickly this is unlike any nascar race that we've ever put on since i've been around we've never been in the city mm -hmm. we've never been able to walk to a restaurant and walk Scooter to our hotel, you know, yeah. just right through the city, and houses all around us, apartment buildings, office buildings, seeing the skyline right there, like we're in it. We're not Fontana, thirty minutes Fontana's away. Out, you know, right. it's yeah. out. It's yeah. out there, built out where there's yeah. space. And I realized through some programs we did last year, and we just did some last night, is that we're in a section of town that might not have ever seen NASCAR because they didn't go to Fontana, they didn't go to Charlotte or Daytona. But now we're in their backyard. We're in their front yard. We're in their side yard. Like, mm -hmm. they can't get away from us. And they know the stadium's here. Right. They've been to games here. They've been to events here, concerts over at the new stadium, whatever it is. And to see, see the look on kids' face whenever they walk in and see it. They've never seen a NASCAR race. Right. And they're pulling up on YouTube NASCAR right there while I'm talking to them. And they're turning their phone. Is that you? And right. then they, last night, showed me the wall. Is that you up on the wall? Hit the wall. That was you? I saw it on SportsCenter. I saw this. I saw it on TikTok. Right. And now they're standing here, and then when we hand them a ticket, come back Sunday. Bring Here's four tickets. That's like, passing cool. out. Like, we want this town. We want this city to come and see us. We want to show them. Like, we just, I feel so lucky we get to do what we love. Mm -hmm. But then when you see people's face and they get to experience it and enjoy it, as I mean, we're a form of entertainment. That feeling of they're smiling and and like we talk about on the field, on the track, when everything goes quiet for them, whatever else is going on in life, what's so great about sports is that it. everything's gone. Mm -hmm. And whether they know it or not, they're just watching a sporting event and they're just laughing, hanging out with some buddies, hanging out with mom and dad, and getting to experience that sport. Mm -hmm. The rest of the world is gone mm -hmm. to them. And for those couple of hours on Sunday night when they're out here watching, they can just forget about everything. They might have a homework assignment due, or they might have a job interview on Monday. They don't have to worry about it. The They're way. just here to enjoy it and take a break. That stuff will be there Monday morning. School, mm -hmm. work, life, it'll all be there. But while they're here watching it and being in this city, we're with people that might not have ever gotten the chance to see it. And I'm so thankful that NASCAR's done this, brought us outside of our comfort zone mm -hmm. of being out in the country on some big piece of land with a big track and motorhomes everywhere. There's yeah. no campers around here. Right. We don't even, we, we're struggling to find places to park ourselves in our rental cars. Right. 
So now we get to expose ourselves to a whole new group of people. And seeing awesome. that smile is so cool. You know, at them big tracks, y'all disappear. It's like, yeah, okay, and it's like, you got to wait. Binoculars. Right? I got to turn. It's like, all right, way over there, like way over there. Mm -hmm. Not here. Like, the the spectators will be able to see y'all the entire time. You don't even have to turn your head. You just look down. That's pretty cool. It's so cool. Uh, And it feels that way on the track. You're barely getting the throttle down wide open. And then you got to come off. Right. You're turning as hard as you can. It's such a tight radius. Right. It's so cool. That's pretty awesome. All right. I'm going to ask your opinion on this, and then I'm going to get the final question out. So I'm going to start this this, uh, this tailgating cooking show, all right? And we're going to start it with NASCAR. Like, we're going we're gonna to go out there. We're going to get with the tailgaters. You have the hell melon. Mm-hmm. The name of our show is going to be Show me your meat. How you feel about that? Mm. Bold strategy. You 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 you've so, seen NASCAR fans before, right? I, that's seen. that's why I'm super pumped up mm-hmm. for it to happen. Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, what, there could be you, some. There, I mean, there could be some bleeped out moments mm-hmm. that take place when we go up to the tailgate and say, "Show me your meat." But at the end of the day. We really want to see what you're cooking. And I, I don't know if they'll use all this in your, in, in the show, in the podcast, but I mean, oh, I, I gotta ask. You look mortified. I mean, how do you like your meat? I mean, medium rare. Mm, okay. I'm a meat connoisseur. Mm. I really enjoy the meat. Okay. How about you? Mm, I, yeah, medium rare as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big into the pellet smoking. Yeah, now. gives That's you a lot it. of fi- a lot of flavor. You, know? you don't have to like stoke the fire or nothing. You just yeah. punch in the number. Smoke it. Put it's your nice. meat right where you want it. You get your meat right. You got the thermometers. Oh, right in there. Probe it. And you get the temperature, and it lets you know that your meat is done the way you want it to be done. Have you ever grilled watermelon on a grill? I've never had grilled watermelon. Okay. Okay. It's not. I mean, it's technically it's still meat. Technically, we watermelon can come up with. A hell melon recipe. Yeah. Okay. The hell melon. You have to take your meat and like slam it against the wall. I mean, whatever works for you. Mm. I, I'm I'm certain that that may tenderize it a little bit, mm. make it, you know, a little bit easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. You know, gotta have tender meat. It's the best. That's the key. It's very key. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck to that. Good hey, thank that. you, thank yeah. you. I, you know, I make sure I have you as a guest. Uh, yeah. Show me your meat. We're going to go around. You know, we're going. You know, we're going to have a whole bunch of people. You know, sharing their meat with us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right. It was good. You held it. It was. It was amazing what you did right there. Oh. All right. Last question, and I'm gonna let you go, man. And I really appreciate you. Um, coming up and, and doing the interview. I know you got a lot going on and a lot of focus time. Legacy is super important to me. It's always been something that's mattered. Everything that I've, I've tried to do, I've tried to do it in a way where it's something that my family can be proud of, I can be proud of. When it's all said and done, I mean, they're looking at you and they're like, he was a fine man. What do you want to hear? Like, what would you want the people to say? What do you want people to remember you by? What is it that you would want them to say 
about you? Yes, yeah, so that's, uh, that's something I've had conversations with, with my family about early on in my career as we were trying to figure out how to navigate the sport. And then as I've grown in my role in the sport, I have my own group on the business side um, helping me navigate all this, helping me handle all my relationships with the team and with sponsors and um, different teams. I drive for Xfinity teams, truck teams, so navigating all that. And we have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Early on, it was it, I was fully bought into. I didn't want anybody to know my name. I wanted to know me as the watermelon guy, kid, Zach. melon. Never, never, Zach never, never, Zach, ne Zach Zach never, never came across up. the table. Nope, nope. All right, okay. but just to know me as something around watermelons because that's what my family's livelihood is. And mm -hmm. if I can get one more watermelon to sell in the grocery store on a Monday, well, then that just raises the t the, the tide of all watermelon sales. And whether they actually came from our farm or not, that grocery store will have to then buy more watermelons, which helps the watermelon it's farmers. Pretty awesome, man. Selfless. And as I thought that would change, and it, it really hasn't. So I don't I don't get too much into people knowing my name. I still want them to know about the watermelons and agriculture. That's that's what I am. That's American. What I know about. That's very American. And so, yeah, it's. Um, I love that. And and I don't even you know. I, I just want I want people to know us as Trackhouse, mm -hmm. and I want to be with Trackhouse, you know, for a long time. I want to, to the grow, melon man to grow this Trackhouse. Yeah, and um, I, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm so early on into this. I don't know that I know what I want people to remember me as. I'm not anywhere thinking about the end of my career and how to look back on it. Right now, we're we're writing chapters, and we've got like a lot it. of chapters left to write. So I like it, man. Yeah. I think you remind me of a Zach. That's why I said Zach. Mm. Hope know. it was a good Zach. It's who you remind me of. I mean, I, we bonded so, so, so good there, man. You know, I think that that's what it was. Yeah. You know, the elementary school that I went to was actually named Ross. Zach? His <laughs> name Ross. It was. Ross Elementary. Where at? Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Hmm. Was Ross Elementary. Did your elementary? Have you been back to it since you like? Graduated? I have. Yeah. Did I've done? I've been back to mine. I feel like they're built short. Like when I went back in as an adult, I was like, "Wow, these roofs are really low." I I don't know. I don't know if anybody else. I've never asked anybody else if they have that experience. You know, it's the smell for me. Mm. Schools disgust me. Oh. Because of the smell. Especially elementary schools. But well, I don't like, why do all high schools smell like a cafeteria? Mm -hmm, they do. And grade schools, elementary schools smell, it has this unique, it's like a unique smell. Mm. Everyone I've ever been in, it's like, why does it smell like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I, don't know, but I just remember going back and thinking, this used to look a lot bigger. Well, because you were probably a lot smaller, though. Much, it's hard to get much smaller. <laughs> I'm one of the tallest guys in my family, actually. Are you? Yeah. How tall are you? Mm. You don't want to tell people? I say 5'8 uh, and a half. Okay. That's not bad. I used to say 5'10. I don't think that was right. Go know. with 5'10? No, 5'8. I'd rather undersell and over-deliver. You know what you give them? You give them the opportunity to experience your stature, mm. your aura. Aura. 
like I always say, people are like, man, how tall are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm 6'3". People are like, man, you seem like you're 6'5", like 6'6". Six, six. And I'm like, it's my aura. It's the stature. Gotcha. Like, you feel it. That's why I said it to you when you came. It's like, mm-hmm. you're taller than what I remember, man. Yep. It was your aura. Aura. It came down the hallway. It was like, damn, here comes Ross. We were also a little late, so we were kind of walking quick. <clears throat> Couldn't get like, in the place. I mean, you didn't, have, didn't have an armband. Go figure. Armbands, these these are, they're, I could go out there and sell this thing for good. I mean, that's pretty interesting that, that a star driver yeah. had an interesting time. What are y'all doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This is Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend with my man, Ross. Yeah, Chastain. And let me tell you something. This might be the dopest interview that I've done thus far. So I appreciate you coming on, my guy. I wish you all the best, all the luck in the world. Make sure you check us out wherever it is that you check out your podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, whatever. What, what, just just type in Up On Game Presents and you'll, you'll get, you know, you'll get what I'm talking about. Or you can check us out on YouTube as well. Um, shouts out to Pacematic for, for making sure that we can put on these wonderful shows. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, until next time, man. Um, yeah, I'm LeVar Arrington, and you've just been blessed. So we'll check you out next week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.